Hello everybody, welcome to Sincerely Shanique. This is your host, Shanique. Welcome back. It has been a while. It has been a couple weeks and I'm going to apologize first because I recorded this episode. What's today's date? The 26th or something like that. I recorded this episode 13 days ago and when I listened to it the next day to edit it and, you know, get it ready to post, you could barely hear me. I was so low and I wasn't talking any lower than I normally talk. So I'm just assuming it must have been like the acoustics in the room. Um, but I definitely could not post that one. And then it took me 13 days to redo it. I don't know why. I've been a little bit busy, a little bit stressed out. So, um, yeah, here we are today. You guys get an episode. But what's been going on with me? Let's see. Um, I went hiking for the first time. I went to the Devil's Hole, which is like a park kind of near Niagara Falls and you kind of walked you like hike down to the falls kind of was um, it was great I really loved it um I went one of my friends Candace and that was a pretty cool experience I never been hiking before I definitely said I wanted to go back before the summer ended but it's feeling like fall outside right now and school start next week so I don't know if I'll be able to make it back but we'll see you never know um so, but that was a cool, pretty cool experience. I'm really like <laughs> trying to get this balance thing correct in my life, working out and, you know, eating healthy, trying. Um, so I've been back in the gym this week. It's been a rough week, but it's been a good week in the gym, but just a rough week with like really I've noticed that as I get older, I have to have a schedule because the moment that things fall outside the schedule, so the moment that I don't plan to go to the gym, then I don't end up going. Or the moment that I don't plan what's going to happen for the day, my days just go and then there's so many things that I forget. So um, with being back in the gym, I am scheduling a time that I like to go to the gym. Lately, I have been going later in the day, so around like... 9 10 p.m which is pretty cool because the gym is basically empty at that time the only thing is i do miss the going to the gym in the morning starting my day off in the gym because i feel like my energy level is so much higher when i work out in the morning throughout the day but we'll see how that goes um starting next week not this week i will be going back to rock fit to do the classes with gary and the team over there so that'll be also pretty cool. And it's closer to my house, so that might be a little bit better for me. We'll see how that works out. Um, what else has been going on? I made my vision board with my friends. It was really cool. It's really nice. Um, I posted it on Instagram. So if you follow me on Instagram, I put it in my like highlights. It's not on my page. Maybe I'll post a picture of it on my page so people can see it. But it's really about just my goals for the rest of, for the school year is you know good gpa also to really get the mentor program off the ground that is something i have been working on a lot this summer and these last couple weeks also reason why i haven't been able to really re-record the episode i have been getting the mentoring program down um 
So I do have applications if you know any young ladies between the ages of 11 and 15 who would like to be who would like to participate in the program or if you're a parent of a or a parent sister aunt uncle anything of 11 through 15 year old that you think would be interested in the program shoot me a message dm me um and i'll send you an application it'll be a great experience um if you're a young lady looking to be a mentor to a young girl let me know as well. I'm working out how I want the mentors to kind of work. I do want to be able to accommodate every woman's schedule that would like to participate. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at with that. And I'm excited. I'm really excited for the mentor program because I did a program when I was younger and it was pretty cool. One of, I won't say one of my complaints, but one of the things I wished when I was doing that program or after looking back, I was like, I wish the girls, the women who was doing the program were younger and more in tune with what goes on now in society. And so that's part of the reason why I created this program, because I'm still relevant enough in the world to see what's happening and not so far disconnected from these young girls. Um Plus, everybody tell me I look 20, so we basically the same age. <laughs> but yeah, so that's been going on. I'm also working on a second podcast, um, and I'll be looking for co-hosts for that just to have conversation. That, I won't even talk about that right now. Just know it's coming soon. That'll just leave that there. Um, But that's pretty much been my summer. I went to Chicago with my cousins and my mom and my aunt couple weeks ago I love Chicago I will go back I'm probably gonna go back next summer because it was so dope I really enjoyed the experience I want my friends to come with me it was dope I'm going back um and that's really been my summer like after Chicago though I really felt like I don't know if this summer's been flying by I don't know if I've like not been working but adulting hit me hard like I probably cried one night in my room, like, what the fuck is going on in my life right now? Like, Nika, what's going on? Um, so if you know me, you've ever known me, one of like a couple of my friends have this joke, like, I'm a Jamaican. I've got 17 jobs, all of that, but I haven't. So back in like February, I quit my job, one of my jobs. So I've only been working the bank job and financially I should be stable, like, it's really not too bad. Um, but, you know, shit happens. So between the lifestyle that I live, you know, being single, paying every bill in my house on my own, like trying to go on vacations and enjoy life, I really been chipping away at my savings. Like, sis, who are you and what the fuck are you doing? So I had that moment with myself. I really had that moment with myself. And then that's how we got to this episode. So this episode, I am going to title it. I haven't decided it yet, but this is the moment I'm going to decide. I'm going to decide title it fucking finances because that's how I feel right now. Um, and then it's also about your relationship with money. So I hope you guys enjoy All right, so fucking finances. Whew, where do I start? So I guess I'll start with 
my relationship with money. Working in banking, I've learned so much about money and like financial wellness and financial wealth. And one of my biggest goals in life is financial freedom. And when I say financial freedom, I want to be able to literally not worry about money. I want to be able to, if I decide today, I want to plan a vacation. I want to be able to plan a vacation and not be like, oh, well, I could, I'll pay for this when I get paid on Friday. I want to wake up and forget that it's payday and not even worry about when payday is. Um, so part of that is financial freedom. That's all, part of that is also doing something that you love because when you do a job that you love, I don't think you, you care about the money, but you don't really care about the money. Um, so financial freedom is really, really important to me right now. I'm just trying to have financial stability. I'm far from financial freedom, but financial stability is the current goal. That is what we're working on. And I kind of hinted towards you to you guys earlier that I will be starting a new podcast. And part of that new podcast is good. Um, is good. There's going to be like adult conversations and this finances is one of the adult conversations that I feel like we do not have. For some reason, people don't talk about money with their friends, with their family, with their significant other. Um, and it's time for that to change. One, because we need to help each other grow, but then we need to know, like, I, (laughs) me and one of my friends were talking the other day and we were talking about like gender roles and do we believe in splitting things 50-50 with the significant other or should it be 75-25? Like, what should that ratio be? Sophie clearly going off about something in the living room. Um, so I personally, and don't shoot me, don't nobody come in my DMs going crazy. These are my personal opinions. If you don't feel this way, that's fine. If you're a man and you don't feel this way, don't date me. Um, I just don't see myself going 50-50 with a man because if I go 50-50 with you, we're roommates. And at that point, I can do as I please because you're my roommate. Um, now I'm not saying that in a sense of like, how do I say this? I believe in gender roles. So I believe I don't like, I don't like taking out the garbage. I don't like pumping gas. Those are just things that I don't like to do. If I live with a man, I'm never going to take out the garbage. I don't care. Unless you broke both your legs, then I guess I'll take out the garbage. But it's just the things that I don't, I wouldn't want to do. Now, I also feel like. As a woman, um, I might cook more of the meals unless my man could cook better than me. Then he, if you cook better than me, you're going to cook. But I will wash the dishes. I will clean. Um, an example, I personally don't think men should clean bathrooms. I don't think men are clean enough to clean bathrooms. I don't think they do a good job. I don't think they lift up the toilet. I don't think they wipe around the back of the toilet. Like, I just feel like men shouldn't clean bathrooms. So if I live with a man, I wouldn't let him clean the bathroom. That's a gender role thing for me. Now, all of the people out there in the world that's like, well, what about other situations or like 
non-binary or I'm not in one of those. So I can't speak on what happens in someone else's household. Like remember when you was younger, your mama say whatever happened in my household, stay in my household. This is one of those conversations. Whatever happens in my house, it's my house. Whatever happens in your house is your house. If you sis want to take out the garbage, do your thing. If you want to pay the bills 50-50, do your thing. If that works for you, go for it. For me, I'm just not there. Not there. Now, I think that's not financial is not the only part of the relationship that matters. Um, you know, like mentally we need to be on the same level. I need to be able to motivate you. You need to be able to motivate me. There's so many other things that goes into a relationship. That's not what this conversation is about. But I do not believe in splitting finances 50-50 with nobody that I'm living with unless we roommates. That's the end on that for that. Now, money conversations should be had, though, if I have a significant other. And I need to know what your credit score is. Like, I'm so grown now, y'all. I'm an adult. Like, because when I was younger... I probably was fucking niggas with a 350 credit score. I'm not even lying. Like, I'm that serious. Um, <laughs> oh, no, like, seriously, though. And I never even thought about it. But I thought I wanted to marry these people, right? But, like, I've grown so much as a woman that these are the things that are important to me now. So I need to know how you handle money before I can decide if I want to be with you. If I want to even have like even start a relationship or start a friendship or you know really seriously talk to you because if you have bad money management skills if you don't have some sense of a financial stability and I introduce you to me and my life and you bring me down I I can't like I can't do that I personally my finances have been up and down and I'm finally to a point where I know what I'm doing and I'm building. So I can't be with a person. Now I can help you build. That's what I do all day, every day at work. So I have no problem helping a person build. If you're ready to build, we can build. But sometimes people, and I see this so much at work where we'll have one person, this man, he did everything. So he got the good credit. He got all of this. And now all of a sudden, either he dies or they get a divorce. Now this woman comes in here and she has no credit. You've been with a man for 15 years and you have no credit because everything has been in his name. You haven't built anything for yourself or we have it, you know, or he passed away and now you got to do this on your own. But I also see situations where he handles all of the finances. So you thinking that this is the amount of money that's here, but he actually out here gambling or he out here, you know, buying pussy or whatever his situation is. And so when you go you need something or something happens you're like what happened to the money you don't know there's a lot of secrets with finances and I feel that it shouldn't be that way and we have to have that open communication with each other once so we can help each other grow but then definitely with our significant others definitely with our kids so our kids can know I'll say my mother was young when she had me so teaching me about credit and budgeting and things like that she didn't know those things so she couldn't teach me now things I learned from my mother and when it came to finances and um like just money was always pay your bills 
So these are subconscious things that we teach our kids. And (laughs) I think it's funny how we kind of do things because we don't think about as a parent, as parents, they're not thinking about like teaching us a lesson. They're just talking, you know, or they're just doing things. We've always had a house over our head. We always had food on our table. We always had electricity. We've always had water. Like these are things that were basic necessities in my mind. And my mom always provided these. I didn't live in a household where we didn't have lights for a week. Or I didn't live like that. So I didn't know. I don't know that life. Right. So to me, my mother taught me that I need to make sure this, this, and this is paid. So whenever I would ask for something, sometimes she would be like, I'd be like, hey, mom, can I get a new pair of sneakers? Oh, you're going to pay the light bill? Of course not. But rationally, what's more important, lights or sneakers? You know, conversations like that. Like, she's not, in her mind, she wasn't <laughs> teaching me, or maybe she was, trying to teach me about responsibility. But decision-making, as parents, as adults, we we teach our children how to make decisions. And we show them how to make decisions by how we make decisions. So for my friends and people that's listening, if you're a parent and you're always buying designer things for your kids, but then one day your lights is off, you're not showing them how to make responsible decisions. That's just not a responsible thing to do. Um, So it's important that we learn these financial, that we get financial stability and then we learn financial wellness so that we can teach financial wellness because that's where our community is lacking the most. I see people come in with 47, 48, 49 years old with no credit or with terrible credit. And they're like, oh, I want to buy a house next year. First of all, ma'am, you're mad old. Like, why are you just thinking about buying a house? But because they didn't know any better. Now, I'm never going to knock a person for trying, but let's start teaching younger so that we can be in better positions because I see people who you buy a house at 20, you know, making double payments or making good payments. Maybe you did a 15 year mortgage as opposed to a 30 year mortgage. Now you're looking at 35, 40, your house is paid off. Now you're ready to start a business and your house is paid off. So you can use the equity in your house to help you fund your business. Um, And just different things that you can leverage when you actually understand financial stability. Um, so it's just different conversations and I just really, we really have to have them. And so I'm going to kind of bring up a couple things we have to think about because sometimes I think that as we grow older, people push things on us. Like you got to do this. You got to do this. And sometimes that's not the best decision for you. So one thing I'll say is me being where I am right now, I am 28 single with a child, Y'all just heard her barking not too long ago. Um, But, you know, Sophie, my baby, right? So I have a couple friends. I have a few friends who I have a lot of friends, actually, not a few friends. I have a lot of friends who own houses. And then I have a lot of friends who don't own houses, right? And so we always get into this conversation. I have a couple friends, most of my real estate agents, who are like, you need to buy a house, you need to buy a house, you need to buy a house. But why? But why? Well, because it's stupid that you've been paying rent. Da, da, da. I've only lived in an apartment for two years. I've only been paying rent for two years. But I do understand where they're coming from because I do understand that the, you know, the option with equity and 
owning and not giving my money to someone else. I understand that. But I also understand that when I own a home and um, the water heater break, that's my responsibility. I also understand that there's a lot of things that I don't know about home ownership that I would like to know before I decide to buy a house. Now, because I do plan on buying a house in the next year, I am also educating myself on those things because that's the next step for me. That's what I want to do. Now, I think when it comes to renting and owning, you have to do a pros and cons list for you, not based on all of my friends have a house, so I want to buy a house because that might not make sense for you. And everyone's like, well, if I buy a house, I can always move and I can rent it out. Tenants are a bitch. And I'm saying that because I'm currently <laughs> um, dating a young man and he has properties and his tenants are terrible. Not all of them. Some of them are great. But just to hear the stories that he have to go through with some people. And I'm like, yo, I'm not doing this with you. Like, I, I, don't, I don't have the patience to do this with you and I'll fight you. So you have to think about that. Um, but then you also have to think about stuff like property taxes. So yeah, you're paying your mortgage. And if you, if it's in your mortgage, if you get a mortgage, more likely your property taxes are going to be in your mortgage. So you don't really have to worry about it, but that is something that that's something extra that you will be paying. Um, it's just so many options. And then what, what mortgage option is better for you? Do you want a FHA mortgage or are you military or ex-military and you can do like a VA loan or, you know, just so many options. And I think sometimes we don't know the big picture for mortgages or houses. We just be like, oh, my friends own a house, so I want to get one. Educate yourself. Educate yourself on mortgages. Educate yourself on renting. Educate yourself on, I've seen like rent to own. Educate yourself on that because are you wasting money by doing it? Does it really make sense? Is that really the house you want to live in? Um, so there's just so many options when it comes to mortgages. And sometimes we see other people doing things and we think like, oh, I want to do this because... I'm getting old and I should have a house by now. Yeah, maybe you should, but you don't, you know. Uh, another thing that comes up with finances that we don't really talk about as well also is we're older. So guess what? People are having babies. People are having weddings. Um, so that means we're going to baby showers where people are asking us to be godparents. We are being in weddings. That means we got to go to a bridal shower. That means we're taking a bachelorette trip. That means I got to pay for a dress and I got to pay for shoes and I got to pay for makeup and then I got to get you a gift, right? So all of these things cost money. And if we're living paycheck to paycheck, these are coming out of our expenses paycheck to paycheck. The one thing we know is like we never know when some well, you kind of know when someone's going to get married, but you never know what an expense is going to be. So this is why an emergency savings is important, but this is why a savings is important, period. Just to be setting aside for four birthdays and four weddings and stuff like that so that you don't go broke behind somebody else's wedding. Because I have I have friends, I've, myself, I've talked to people who are like, I can't wait for this wedding to be over. I don't pay for this, 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 and this. But you knew you was going to be in this wedding and you knew you were going to have to get your hair done for the wedding and you knew you were going to have to pay for the makeup. But financially, you didn't budget it well. So that's why it's important to have financial stability so that when stuff like this happens, it's not like you're not annoyed with it. You're like, oh, I got to spend money again. Oh, I got to spend money again. You don't want to have that attitude towards spending money. But 
Now, another big finance that we, uh, big finance topic that comes up that we see is debt, student loans, credit cards, cars, loans, collection accounts, all of these things. And you don't know how many times someone will sit with me and not know what's on their credit. Like you have no idea what's on your credit. And they're like, no, I don't know. Like, you don't know nothing. Like, you did you ever have a cell phone that you didn't pay? People don't know. Sometimes their credit's not even bad. They don't even know it because they don't know what's on their credit. So really just knowing what's on your credit. I feel like one of my biggest mistakes was not knowing about credit and getting credit cards. And then also fucking student loans are a bitch. Fuck them. But not knowing about credit and getting credit cards and not knowing how to make the payments. Um... And just really being uneducated about finances for like, seriously, to me, that is the biggest to me downfall. I won't say in my life, period, but just financial education. I wish I would have got it at a younger age because I would have definitely not made some of the mistakes I did. Um, and then we're also our body is changing. So. Now we paying for trainers, we paying for gym memberships, we might be paying for meal prep. Um and so many things we need to keep ourselves accountable, but we have to budget them in as well. So it's important to save and have stuff set aside for that. Um that's just really what it is. Like at this point, the way my body been changing lately, I have to go to the gym, I have to get a trainer. I don't have to pay for meal prep. I'm pretty good with buying right food and eating the right food when I want to. So I don't have to pay for meal prep. But I definitely have to go to the gym and I have to pay for a trainer. Maybe and then maybe once I get more like committed to the gym and more consistent, I won't have to pay for a trainer and I'll be able to do it on my own. But right now, I'm not there yet. So that's an expense that I have to think about. Now, another expense we have to think about is medical expenses. Um, your job should give you health care. A lot of jobs are switching to a high deductible plan. So where you have to pay a certain amount before it starts to be covered. But with that, you get either you should get a, a health savings account or a flexible spending account, depending on whatever your job offers. If they contribute to a health savings account, you sh- if your job contributes to a health savings account, you should have a health savings account. We leave money on the table all the time. Like my job gives us $10 per pay period for a health savings account. So guess what I'm going to have a health savings account so that I can get that $10 per period. I don't care. I'm going to take that money. Now, that may not seem like a lot, but it's 26 pay periods in a year that's $260 at the end of the year that if I don't have this account I can't have um but also you can contribute to your health savings account in a certain amount each year for medical expenses so I wear glasses that's a medical expense um doctors because I have a high deductible plan doctor visits I have to pay for stuff like that pay for stuff like birth control that's a medical expense um just different things you have to think about. And then if something happens, you get sick, you have to go to the doctors, whatever. You want to have that the money there for it. So medical expenses do happen. I mean, I'm seeing people younger and younger having heart attacks. So it might be important to have money saved and set aside for 
your health savings account and just medical expenses. Now, I'm saying this and I really... (sighs) Yo, niggas need life insurance. Like, I just don't even... (sighs) I don't really want to talk about it because... I just don't understand how niggas don't have, and I just, sorry, I got to call y'all niggas because y'all, y'all are, but life insurance is important, and your life insurance, if you have kids, you should have life insurance, period. If you don't have kids, but say you have a house or you have assets, you should have life insurance. You should have life insurance enough to cover and pay off your assets so that your parents aren't stuck paying it off or your children aren't stuck paying it off or someone's not stuck paying it off. Imagine living in a house, right? And you paid off the house 75%. It's 25% left on the house. You pass away. Now your house is gone. Back to the bank. Because you didn't have money to take care of paying off the rest of it so that it could stay in your family. That's shit. Or it's at an auction being sold to somebody so that they could pay it. Like, just get life insurance, yo. Period. You have kids, you should have a policy. And you should have more than what your work offers you. Like, I have my job probably. I don't know what my job gives me for life insurance. But then an Army policy I have as well. I have life insurance through the Army. Now, that will end in, like, two years when I get out. I'll I'll have to, like, and I I have to get a new policy. I have been talking to a man um, at my job because I'm trying to get a policy through him. And I have no assets, but... If I die, I want somebody to be paid. Um, because it's like, I don't know. Just you just you It's just necessary. Like, you should have it. I wish I could get a life insurance policy on some of my ex-boyfriends. And, um, yeah, some of these niggas. If I could get a life insurance policy on y'all, I would have. I would get some. Like, I was talking to this man, the man at my job the other day. I'm like, hey. What do I need to get a life insurance policy on someone else? He's like, like an insurable interest? Like what? Like if he's my boyfriend, is that insurable or not? Um, but get life insurance. It'll be, and I, a lot of people don't think about it. It's like, well, that's when I'm dead. But you don't want your family like scrounging up money for your funeral. I'm not donating to nobody. Go fund me. If anybody pass away, I love you. I wish you the best, but I'm not donating to nobody's go fund me. Because y'all should have had a life insurance policy. And it's just that simple. Um, and then also budget your vacations. Because we get older. We go in places. We're not staying in Rochester no more. We're not staying in the United States no more. So budget for that. Take a piece out of each check. Like, oh, every pay period, $100 to my vacation account. Whatever you can afford. If you can afford 100 do 100 If you can't afford that, don't do that. But now... Before you start budgeting for vacations, you should have been budgeting for a savings account, emergency savings first. Um, And then vacation cheap, like don't go to Miami during spring break. That's expensive. Everything's going to cost more. You know, the hotel is going to be more. The flights are going to be more. I try when I travel, other than my birthday, I try to travel like off season, um, so that I don't run into, I try to make it as cheap as possible. Honestly, I want to get the experience for the least amount of money. Um, 
and then I follow flights. So Google flights is pretty good. People use Hopper. I haven't used that, but I hear only good things about it. Um, but follow flights. So if I know I want to go somewhere like right now, I actually have a flight looked up for London. I really want to go to London. Um, and I was supposed to go a couple years ago, but niggas ain't shit. Um, <laughs> but so I have a flight looked up now and right now it's like $450 or something like that for like a week. So I'm going to ask my friends like, yo, what's up with this trip to London? And it's for next, the beginning of next year, but start planning it now. So that way, when it, the time comes, we're not like, oh, oh, I don't have the money or last minute I'm paying for everything. That's just doesn't make sense um and then i'm following the flight so if the flight happened to dip real low one day boom, booked now that's out of the way so another thing i'll also say about finances and you know financial just but this is about life pay for professional expenses so and if your job pays for them then do it through them but I'm talking if whatever you do, you need to be like, like you have to be licensed, pay for your license, pay for certifications, pay for conferences, pay for classes um, to make you better. I went to a conference in June and it's literally one of the best experiences I, was, I ever had. Um, just being able to be around that many positive women. And part of me wasn't going to go. But I was just like, yo, I really, I said I wanted to go to a conference and I booked it. So pay for those experiences because you don't get them back. And they are really helpful. I think a lot of times we don't think about it. I've seen a million conferences and I've never gone to any. Um, but I'm definitely going, not going to just start going to mad conferences, but I'm putting that energy into my job. So whatever it is that you do, if you want to do real estate, there's real estate conferences. If you are a teacher, there's teacher conferences or just classes or workshops that you can take that'll help you build your craft. Or even if it's a hobby or a release, whatever it is, pay for that. Um, and then also think about, this is back to the financial side of things. I have a, do- I have a dog. And so I have insurance for my dog. I have to buy food for my dog. I have to budget all of those things. And I honestly, every month, probably spend probably close to $100, $120 on my dog. So that is definitely expense that needs to be put down because sometimes there's expenses that we don't think about. Like when I first did my budget, I wasn't thinking about my dog as an expense. So I didn't put it down that the money that I spent on her. And I'm like, yo, why every month? This is how much money I should have left. Where's my money going? The hundred $120 is going out the window, not out the window, but is going to, you know, her, her pet insurance and then buying her food. And then maybe I bought her a toy or then I took her to the groomers. So that those things do come up when you're thinking of expenses. Um, and that's really all I have for today's episode, but just be really mindful with your expenses. If you have any questions about finances, you can feel free to hit me up. Um, I'll answer some questions, not a lot, but just some, and then also I'm in this group on Facebook. This guy is my friend. Um, it's called The Ugly Budget. He has so many tips about everything in there. If you have a question, you can also put it in there. He tends to respond pretty quick to questions. Um, and then there's a bunch of other people in there that's doing this. So they kind of pay attention and they respond as well. If you want to be added to the group, 
just message me on Instagram or Facebook. My Instagram is Sincerely Shanique. My Facebook is Shanique McLeod. Thank you guys for listening. I appreciate you. And I'm going to, that's pretty much it for today. But I'm going to answer a question. So the question for today is, what made you happy when you were younger? So actually, my cousin reminded me this when we was in Chicago. When I was younger, what used to make me happy was eating. I was so skinny and I didn't eat much, but I used to like, <laughs> I was that kid that would like hum and dance while I was eating like mm-hmm, while I'm eating and like dancing in my chair so when I was younger eating made me happy and that's probably why I like to eat now probably why I'm having such a hard time losing weight but yeah when I was younger eating made me happy Well, that's all I have for you guys today. Thank you for listening. You can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, Sincerely Shanique is my Instagram and Shanique McLeod is my Facebook. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Um, And I hope you guys really enjoyed and you'll be hearing from me soon. Bye.